Welcome to the Powered by Age, Age-Friendly City Zoomcast, reality-style podcast. We are movers and shakers, shaking up the old notion of silent, helpless, invisible seniors. This is a new series of podcasts funded by the City of Vancouver and the 411 Senior Center Society. As PBA AFC ambassadors, we raise awareness, share our original stories and poems, inform, advocate, and involve seniors in discussing important social issues. In short, these podcasts will help us, you, in creating an age-friendly city for Vancouver today, tomorrow the world. You can hear us everywhere podcasts are heard. Hello and welcome to Powered by Age, a senior-led podcast here in the city of Vancouver. I'm Charlotte Farrell, the host, and today we are doing something exciting. Last week we announced that we're going to have a contest, and it's a contest to build Canada's largest reservoir of interviews with people that you find interesting or notable. And we are learning how to do this, and uh, we have two people today, three people today, who took on the challenge last week and made an interview. As we go through discussing it uh, during our program, you might hear tips that uh, we're giving uh, and feedback or questions so that you who are in our listening audience or other members of our podcast program will be able to uh, listen to this podcast and get further inspiration on doing their own. Uh, what we usually do at the beginning is just have each person that's on the line give a brief 15 seconds of fame introduction, and then we will go on to uh, present and listen to the interviews we have. Today, we have with us uh, one of our tech gurus, uh, Joel Friend, who is one of the people who helped with getting the Powered by Age podcast started. So you'll hear his voice coming in and giving uh, tips to the people that are present here, as well as those of you who are listening. So we'll start with uh, Leslie. Yeah, I'm Leslie Hebert. I live in New Westminster, and I am an English as a second language teacher and a writer. I'm also a member of the New Westminster Council of Women, uh, which is where I found the participant for my interview today, which is a, a group of women in New Westminster who are involved in various social issues. Okay, Neil? Unmute yourself. Okay. No, he's okay. He's not muted. I don't think. There we go. Unmute. <laughs> Ta-da! My name is Neil Ryan, and I live in Burnaby, British Columbia, right next door to Vancouver. And um, I'm a student. And at this moment, I'm learning about podcasts and and uh, interviews and all kinds of new things. And uh, uh, Happy camper. I have an interview. I made one. I did one this morning. And we'll be listening to it. <laughs> okay, <Good>. Chris. <laughs> I, my name's Chris Morrissey, and I live in East Van, and I participate in the uh, Britannia Seniors, Seniors Center. And excuse me for the sounds. I'm currently in... Uh, Holy Family Hospital in rehab, so there's a little bit of a distraction here today. Um, so I'm currently a, a member of Corky, the Queer Imaging and Writing Collective for Elders, and I'm currently confined to my room because there's some issue here that the, the place is dealing with, not to be mentioned, not to be named yet. <laughs> you can do your own guessing. Um, and I did an interview as well with a friend of mine, who's uh, Barbara Finley, who's a QC, who's a lawyer, who recently was given an award by the uh, BC branch of the Canadian Bar Association. Okay. Uh, Nancy. Hello. Yeah, there we are. I'm Nancy Sinclair, and I live on Vancouver Island in Nanaimo, beautiful British Columbia. And uh, I'm really excited to listen to these interviews, actually. I'm just starting a travel segment show, travel shout-out in another group that I'm involved with, which will be interviewing people around 
traveling and places that inspire them in their own hometown. So that's me, and I look forward to entering the contest as well. Thank you so much. Nancy likes taking pictures and doing interviews, so I'm sure as we go along with this interview rollout, she'll have some maybe related to her travel show. Uh, Joel? Um, am I on mute? No, I'm talking it. I'm Joel, and uh, I work with Podstream Studios down on the second floor of 323 Terminal Avenue. Currently, I'm not there. I'm still in good old Campbell River, uh, where it is a beautiful day. And um, I am working on a PhD right now, uh, kind of related to some of the stuff we're doing here in terms of uh, audio information and how we consume things through here and what we need to be aware of especially with all this um disinformation going around so how do we how do we know what we're listening to is good how do we check references how do we understand that it's not fake and uh all this uh social media pollution that is causing concerns um that uh i was railing about years ago and they didn't listen now we got problems so (laughs) we gotta uh we gotta step it up and make sure that that people aren't consuming garbage so that's what I'm here to prevent, hopefully. <laughs> and, and I'm a story eliciter, so I am here to elicit your stories. I'm also a talker. My grandmother wrote my mother uh, a letter <laughs> when she was caking for taking care of me, and she said, Lord, this child talks so much. So <laughs> I, I enjoy talking as a, a radio show host, and then with all of you, as we are just emerging to have many others who are able to use this power of interviewing for bringing right information, entertaining information, and uh, inspiring others to do the same. So today, we are sharing Uh, a few interviews that people were brave enough to try and do. And um, to you hearing the interviews, we'll also be giving you some tips or inspiration for interviews you might want to use your personal Zoom room to do. So uh, can I make a qualification? Yes. (laughs) I I didn't mean, I did not mean that I'm here to listen to your garbage and making sure that it's garbage. I meant the new stuff coming in, but I know as soon as Charlotte said, well, we've got some stories, and I went, oh. (laughs) So anyway, back we go. Okay. Um, All right, Leslie. um, So while you're looking around, um, I didn't actually um, introduce my interviewee properly on the interview. It was just kind of an off-the-cuff thing. But it's an interview with Angela Seeley who is the owner of the West Coast Facilitators Group. Um, She is uh, a dialogue specialist. So um, she tries to get people involved in conversations around pertinent uh, topics. So she's a very interesting person. Okay, and I will share that now. Um, We have some radio silence here. I actually uh, did this interview quite late last night after a meeting that I'd had with the new Westminster Council of Women, and I just put it out there. Would anybody like to do an interview with me? And it was Angela that volunteered. So it was it was kind of an off-the-cuff, quite unprepared interview. I don't know what happened. I was trying. I was, it was flashing like someone was in the waiting room, and I went to check the the waiting room and I think I cut off the video the uh the audio. Uh did you I just have to on? uh see if I have to, to put that into Audacity or something else before playing it. But this is there. Chris's interview. Are you sharing this is Chris's interview. Is are you sharing that? I'm not. Chris is. Oh <laughs> Yes, I'm sharing it, but I don't know how it happened. I don't either. <laughs> well, let's go with it. Let's just go with it. <laughs> this is, these are just things we, the bugs that we'll work out as we are, are, are uh, <laughs> I playing was, them I was, live within the podcast. I was looking for my Google Drive and I found it. Okay. <laughs> and can you, uh, it. <laughs> can can you, you press push play and let's see if it's working? Uh, 
Canada Bar, the BC branch of the Canadian Bar Association, with that's Chris it. There. We can hear it. For a lifetime now, of Chris, can you share your screen? Uh, and and the changes that she has managed to make for all of us since one, in the sense that those friends are now thanks to you primarily. Can you hear anything are, now? Uh, enshrined. Very faint. Of the immigration, there's no question about it anymore. Back in those days, yes, uh, lesbians and gay men were uh, not covered at all by family law. So, for example, if you were a lesbian and you and your partner had a child together um, and broke up, the non biological mom had no even standing, she was regarded as a roommate. And she couldn't enforce, she couldn't get rights to see their child, her child. Uh, 25% of the laws of British Columbia explicitly discriminated against same-sex families. At that outright conference, we actually had a meeting in which there are a bunch of lawyers sitting around and to just to talk about this question. Do we want to be in the family law? Because we knew that family law was a sexist, patriarchal institution that had been terrible for women. Why were we opting in exactly? But we concluded that we, we couldn't afford to be out of the family law system, that we would be in the wilderness. We would continue in the wilderness and that it was important to be visible. And so, for example, one of the challenges I took was a challenge that quite a statistics agency used to do this. If you sent in an application to register a birth and you had a girl name and a boy name in the parents' slots, they just sent you a birth certificate. No inquiry about you know who the boy was or any of that sort of stuff. Just on the other hand, if you send in an application that had two girl names on it. And they sent it back and said, sorry, we don't register same-sex. So, so it could have been Anne and Chris. Sure. <laughs> and Anne, exactly. There were some, actually, one of my clients, one of the clients in the case I'm going to tell you about, uh, considered doing exactly that, filing their, the, their application under their middle name, which was, in fact, ambiguous yeah. as gender. But... But we went to we took the human rights case and we said that's discrimination. You're not you're not making any inquiries about genetic connection. You're just registering two people who show up on the birth certificate. And if that's how you're doing it, folks, then you got to register these two people on the birth certificate also. And we were successful, making us the first jurisdiction in the world to permit two lesbian moms to be on the birth certificate. That's amazing. Yeah, another really amazing. An interesting case is uh, now quite a famous case called Kimberly Nixon and the Vancouver Rape Relief Society. Kimberly was that, that definitely was a, a, a huge case, uh, and and I know that you you and Kimberly spent many many hours, months and years working on, working on this. I remember seeing you sweating. Yes, <laughs> I would see Kimberly coming to your office quite yes. frequently. Yes, yes. So, yeah. was a, a, a transsexual woman, as as that was the I used that term because that's the term that was used back in the, those days. That term is out of favor now because it's 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 considered a slur. But that meant that Kimberly had had. So, I I, I paused it because I'm not sure we want to continue on listening to this. I thought maybe now I've found it and it's there on the screen. How do, what do I do with it now to send it to, to, to you or to? I think because it's a large file, it's a large file and it's in your Google Drive. Yes. Yes. Is it okay? So uh, you can share it to the Powered by Age Google Drive. Okay, so now um, I want to ask you all a question. Uh, what we did with some of the interviews people did initially when they were using their phones or different things, um, on, the, on a 
Tuesday or one of the other days, we took it and worked with it a bit in the editing software. There's some places there that I don't know whether we could amplify or, or clarify just working with it um, in Audacity or, or Audible. But the topic, as um, Leslie suggested, that that might be a good topic for one of our week's presentations. The week of the 13th, which is the second the second weekend in second weekend in February is um, yes, it's, the Monday or the Sunday is Valentine's Day. And a diff, sometimes we have on our show talked about something when there was a holiday coming up. I wanted to have um, a discussion around relationships, friendships, sensuality, and sexuality. So this half an hour might be a good, or I'm asking you, what do you think of having that interview as something that we would listen to and have a, a topic of, you know, part of our discussion on um, the second Thursday in February, which is the 11th? What do you your thoughts. I, I, I'm going to suggest that we don't do that, that what you're talking about is something that I think is, I mean, what's in this video is a historical thing in terms of, in terms of rights and legislation. What you're talking about is something much more human, you know, in terms of our relationships. There's some legal aspect to it, but not that's not necessarily the meat of what we would want to be talking about, I think, on that day. I mean, I'd sooner be talking about my relationship with Bridget, for example. Mm -hmm. That's just my thought. Joel, you're a systems thinker. What do you think? <laughs> um, just you repeat it again so I can <laughs> systems brain it. <laughs> What's the, the question? Should we make this just its, its its own, like a topic for now in this interim between when we go to 3.0, when we get our, you know, uh, funding for expanded promotion about uh, PBA, et cetera. Right now, February and March, we're exploring topics. We're exploring presentation. We are listening people with interviews so we can make the topics for each week, whatever we want. So right. I'm asking, should we make that uh, presentation, something for one of the discussions for one of our our weeks in February or March. Which uh, presentation specifically? The one that was her just interview is a half an hour. Yeah, I mean, you you that's a you'd have to find bits of it to do to present. I think it's um unless it's something that uh, it, it, it's hard to um, have a video that long on these types of things. Um, so you have to go through the video and find key moments to then talk about uh, rather than just play the whole half hour because it won't, you'll lose your audience uh, with anything over, uh, I don't know, like a minute now. Everyone just, just has short attention. Mm -hmm. So I would, uh, I would look for little spots to play and then have the link to the file available for somebody to watch the whole thing. Okay, so uh, you know, right now we had ten at two. I mean, ten on Tuesdays, but that's not a date that's locked in time. So we could talk with Chris around the time that you know could individually work with you on putting in some ways to break it up with uh, bullet points or discussion points. But uh, I would talk with you and set up a date when we can do that. What do other people think in terms of um, what you'd like? Is there Are there other points that you'd like to put into um, a discussion on uh, of the type that Chris has suggested? Or do you think that that's I, by itself is, is uh, enough for the top for uh, our, our here's a question is when would when is this being planned for? Well, it would, I'm planning stuff for February, so I don't know whether it's too soon for the the uh, the the, the uh, fourth. But one of the one of the Thursdays in February. Um, 
I, I mean, I, I have something I'm working on that I would be interested in applying to what you're talking about there with Chris's video. It's just not, it's not ready to go yet, but if you want to push it off a little further, uh, I might be able to have something I can, I can show. Um, uh, like what I'm trying to do is create a workflow system that makes it easier to take a zoom meeting that's in video and find those key parts and then export those key parts into something that we can all collaborate on and move the little clips into a nice order that tells a story. I'm not there with it yet, but I have kind of the, the pieces to do it. And an example like Chris's video, it's a half hour long. You go, okay, well, I got to find those key, key moments and put them in this space that's more visual that we can play around with where something is being said and where you want a transition to happen. It's just, I, it's really, it's a perfect example for what I'm trying to do. I'm just not there with it yet. Okay, and it's a perfect example of what we do with the workshops or trainings that we have on a day different from Thursday. So it would just be a matter of finding out with Chris what's a different, what's a better day and time. So we can do that and, you know, be able to work toward maybe presenting it by the third week in February. See, my challenge, I was hoping to be able to do the Tuesday one, but um, given my Tuesday is our quirky day, so, uh, and plus I, at 10 o'clock I have occupational therapy, physiotherapy. But we don't have a problem with changing the date because it's, you know. It almost needs to be in the afternoon for me, unless it's on a weekend. Okay. Let's... Um, get Neil's interview in to our podcast. We will now have Neil Ryan opening and sharing his interview. Well, let's try shared screen. Let's try media player. Good morning. And uh, and what's your name, young man? Benjamin. Hi, Ben. Okay, where did the, I have no video. Oh, don't worry about the video. I mean, maybe it's just preferring to show the audio. I don't know. <laughs> we don't need the video, right? Right. No. I got lots of video. I, I, I'm sorry. Lots of sound. I got no video. Don't worry about the video. Just play the sound. There's uh, the videos, Benjamin. I understand you just had a test for COVID. Yeah. Uh, what did they do? They put a weird stick up my nose and it went really far up, so it made my eye water. Cool. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was a negative test, so you're, you're very healthy, eh? Yeah. I, I hope I'm recording. Be oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It says I'm recording. So, um, and, and you're working from home? Yeah. You Do you remember Michelle from last Christmas? Yeah. Michelle is working from home. Cool. So, um How's that going for you? Are you uh, are you still learning? Uh, I know you really like school. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna. That's a that's a mean looking uh, chair you're sitting in. Is that a special? It's a gaming chair. It's a what? Gaming chair. Okay. And what would you like to tell the people at Simon Fraser University about uh, about Ontario? It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's cold here, but not quite as cold. So um, I've got a I got a busy day today, so I'm gonna cut cut it short, but. Uh, Everything is okay at, at in Ontario at home? Yeah. I like your sweater. Thank you. 
Okay, nice to chat with you again. I, it, it, it seems like we're not going to be in, in Ontario for, I'm not going to be in Ontario for a little while. So maybe next year you and your dad are going to come out here. That would be cool. Yeah, and go skiing? Yeah. Okay, thank you for uh, for taking my uh, my Zoom call. You're and, welcome. Uh, and um, I'll let you know how it goes, uh, how how it gets re my my interview of Benjamin, how that works out. Okay. 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 Bye for now. Bye. Bye. That, by the way, is my grandson. How old is Benjamin? He is um, eight. Okay. Um, I had no time to prepare for that interview because I talked to my son this morning at 7.30 and asked him if Benjamin was available, and he emailed me. So, so uh, yeah, Benjamin will be... Uh, eight years old in, in the early April. Okay, so he's still seven. Okay. Seven, almost eight. So um, so that was just set up this morning, and uh, I, uh, I, I didn't have uh, a target, and I, I have had one hell of a week, I tell you. Mm -hmm. So I was very lucky that Benjamin was working from uh, home because the school's all the schools in Ontario were closed, and uh, I was able to connect with my son. So, who set it up for me? Yeah, so that was kind of fun. Um, one thing I noticed, though, if I could give you a bit of feedback, Neil, on the interview, um, it's better to ask open-ended questions rather than ones where the answer is just yes or no. And then that gives the person an opportunity to say more. So, you know, we call these the WH questions like, uh, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? What happened today? You know, that kind of thing. Like how you mean, like I, how I asked them about the COVID test. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and, and, uh, yeah. Um, just, uh, just as a total aside, as a uh, market researcher, asked probably, probably hundreds, if not more than that. And also, mm -hmm. when I did my radio show, I would uh, interview jazz musicians and so forth. So I'm quite comfortable in that mm -hmm. space. But interestingly, uh, to an eight-year-old, is not my most uh, comfortable uh, interview. Uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I think he didn't know what to say either lots of times. You know, it, it felt a little awkward for both of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, and um, also, I had absolutely zero prep, prep time. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, but I knew that he and my son were, were tested on Monday uh, because mm -hmm. uh, uh, Benjamin had been out and come home, couldn't Mark is a single parent, but he shares Benjamin with his with Benjamin's mother. So he had just come home from there and was not feeling well. So mm -hmm. they went and did a test. Yeah. And I also didn't want to bring any of family business involved. So well, yeah, that's another thing, right? So okay, well, anyway. I think it was great that you did that with the short time because mm -hmm. kind of the purpose for. Uh, this was to fulfill one of the goals that was set by PBA when we were physically meeting in that building where Joel has a pod, pod stream studio. Uh, one was one of the goals for PBA was just share information to have senior led conversations around topics people had of priority, and we've covered a lot of those: uh, walkability, seniors who work, how people make money, uh, different laws for different things, uh, poverty, ways that we could get involved. The second was building capacity. So each of you, well, about 
15 people got certificates in November, December. As peer leaders who have basically learned how to get on Zoom, have uh, either facilitated special parts, components of presentations. Um, and so now the, the, the one thing that was a goal was to build the largest reservoir of uh, stories. In the States, there's a program called StoryCorps. And when, at the time when you all got a physical uh, handbook, workbook, there was a, some pages in there, questions from StoryCorps, because StoryCorps is uh, a volunteer organization in the States. They've collected more than 2,000 interviews with people where they just have people uh, get an interview. They were using a phone app, so the questions were on an app, and they would just go through and do a half an hour to 45-minute interview with the person and send it on to this organization that then would put it in the Library of Congress. Well, I, I attended their, their interview, and they said, you're welcome to do this and create a reservoir group in Canada, but the U.S. group isn't putting anything but American interviewee stories mm. into our reservoir. So, I talked with Leslie about that a little bit and someone with the uh, Vancouver Library and they said, yes, if the 411 Center, our, our drive, which has got a huge amount of space, is the interim reservoir for these um, interviews, at some point we'll be turning them over to library systems throughout you know, the whole country. But the first thing, the step was just to get going, to make it fun, to not get into all the techniques of, oh, you were two minutes over, it was two minutes yeah, under, yeah, or you yeah, should have yeah. talked to a dog, or you should have talked <laughs> to a parrot. <laughs> you know, it's just to get people talking with someone and learning that the Zoom app that you have, that everybody that's downloaded Zoom does have a personal room. And so then with uh, the next level is because Zoom has done something different, when when you record to your when it comes onto your your computer, it gives you four files. It gives you two video files. It gives you a chat file. It gives you an audio file. And if you stopped and started over any any times, it gives you those other audio files. So, uh, Charlotte, I want to finish with Les with my conversation with Leslie because Leslie, I want to honor you that you said something, and I appreciate that you said something. And I just want to respond. I don't want to take away what you, I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't want to refute what you had to say. I just want to say I'm as awkward as can be with an eight-year-old son. Yeah, uh, yeah I just think it was great that you did the interview. You know, it was a first for you. Ex- it's always a learning experience, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know, and from it, I take from your comments, I take away the fact I need prep time. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, because I've done so many interviews. In fact, I've done focus groups with 15, 10 to 15 people in the room and, 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 and come away from there really feeling good about my, about my interview skill. But my, even when I met with my grandson back in, in Christmas last year, not a year ago Christmas, is that I can remember that, yeah, you know, it's been a long time since I raised kids. Yeah. <laughs> My son's 52 now, so <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, uh, thank you, uh, Leslie. I I didn't want to step on what you said. I really wanted to honor you. So thank yeah, you, thank you. Yeah, and you know, kudos to you, Neil, for doing that. Right. Yeah, I want to say kudos to each of you for doing that because it was like just get started. And so you were brave enough to get started. And from the getting started, then we've been able to learn more of the technical things and to let you know, separate from our podcast time, we will arrange times whether, you know, a, a different day from what we now have to work further with either what someone has or to go to the next level with Joel and what he's discussing because everyone does also get the option for a video feed. There's some things he's learned that you can do when you're working with video. It's easier to spot places that you could make breaks so you could, you know, that you could add things. So that's one of our goals is to go to the next level. We don't share here. The, I get an audio of every program, but I don't share it because we haven't in advance asked people for their permission uh, to show their video. As we move to 
you know, uh, an, another level, one of the things we want to do in this February to March time is have a YouTube. Uh, with Zoom, there's a capacity to do uh, live, to, live to Facebook or live to um, YouTube. We have a YouTube station. Um, there are more things that we can do if we do put some... Um, some 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 sessions on that have video because uh, now there's a transcript over to the audio of it. But one of the ways that will just help with sharing the word, sharing the research. Everyone does. Every one of you who at any time has brought a poem, done a story, uh, interviewed, a, invited a guest, have helped provide something that goes out to the larger community. But we're looking right now as a center around what type of privacy things, what things would we have people sign if we want to use the audio version of what they've recorded. So I will be, we'll be checking with you, uh, each of you, about a time that, uh, like Robin will be doing uh, some workshops on interview skills. There are some different things and ways of doing interviews that are long interviews. There's some things that the radio station uses around inflection, voice, reading back and forth. So those will be things that will be offered to this group at a time separate from our Thursday group. And so it's another kind of buy-in for people that you recruit that, <clears throat> like you said, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. You don't have to be prepared. You had the spirit. So that's a wonderful thing that you had the spirit. And then with what Chris did, because it, it, it indicated an area where there are some legal things, we, things we hadn't thought of, that that's something that might be a good program for the future, because we're always looking for program topics that come from um, the, the podcast participants, what things are you interested in? What things do you know about? What things um, can you bring to the table? So uh, Joe, we'll, we'll find out between um, you and Chris, what's a, a good date for you to begin working with her with that process. And then if anyone else uh, wants to look at the process, you know, we can make that time slot, you know, open to do it. But it's not something we'll be sending out on the calendar to everyone. We have this day. It'll be kind of personalized around specific people, uh, programs that we're working on. And then we'll build toward how that could be something new because we, we, <laughs> we are merging as a group. And I, I don't you said 3.0, Jeff, but I think we're going to five. Everything is, is five, you know, G5. So I think we're going from... <laughs> Two point oh, five point oh. <laughs> We're just going to five. Skip okay. the four. Go to H five. Uh, around the thing of topics, and as we're planning topics for for uh, upcoming weeks, are there any particular topics that any of you are interested in making sure that we cover, or that you might even want to invite a guest or be the facilitator for? I have an idea that I would like to do an interview with the guy who manages the minion. The minion, you know, the, you know the minions, the little minion, yellow millions, minions mm -hmm. from Despicable Me from the movie. I want to interview him about how to go about getting the minions. Like I can add the words because I got Photoshop, but I don't know where to get the. The so I'd like to maybe get the guy that manages it to see if I don't know if it's a guy or it's a woman, but yeah, anyway, they're probably I, copyrighted, right? But he's talking yeah, about yeah, the person yeah. that did it. I mean, who created it? No, they're, no, they're... I'm talking about the website, the 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 Facebook, the Facebook minions that has oh. every. Every uh, every week, I get at least ten minion things, and each one says one. Like like the one that I really really like is, is that uh, um, having uh, having an all nighter is is meaning I don't have to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> In ear memes. <laughs> uh, I I bought the program Toonly, which is a program that people can use to make their own characters and cartoons. Uh, I can show you that. I don't know whether it's the same thing, but, you know, Joel, you could put your antenna out to see how would we find the person that created that program and if that's somebody that we could interview. Uh, Toonly is the, the 
like storyboarding type of uh, visualizing makes <laughs> no totally makes cartoons it's actually a oh, software yeah. that lets you create it gives you a toolbox of characters it gives you locations and you can create those kind of cartoons of your own right. but neil is talking about something else which is minions which is different from it, right. it's the the little things that are like the minions. Oh, the movie. actual characters in the movie yeah yeah um any other topic i love the minions i love the minions they they <laughs> i love the uh the rebelliousness of the character yeah, it you know it's like like the the creator for Charlie Brown. You'd have to find the Charles Schultz owned that character, and nobody else could use it. So to find out who owns Minions, we just have to do some research. And Leslie is a researcher, <laughs> and, and you know Cynthia. Sometimes. Cynthia Sharp works as a librarian, and and I think you have okay. another friend. Uh, Nefertiti works for mm. a library, so they oh, does she? Also oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, be able to find out who is the who's the owner and how do we who's their publicist? How do we get an interview with yeah. them? When I just noticed are... it's it's quarter after, and I have to run. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, thanks, Joe. Bye. Thanks. Um, I just have a, an idea here, Charlotte. Quickly before we finish, when you were talking about getting these recordings together in some kind of a a podcast reservoir. Um, museums very often uh, are collecting oral histories as well. So mm -hmm. I was thinking perhaps a, a session with somebody from a museum about oral history and the importance of it. Okay. So I could maybe contact somebody at the New Westminster Museum and Archives on that. Okay, and that also fits in, in activities, places uh, to go, because the museums – we're using safe distancing and having some mm -hmm. things where people could do a walkabout. So as we are talking about what else can we offer people besides sitting mm -hmm. in front of a screen, mm -hmm. um, you might also ask if there's a way that people could, you know, meet and go on a walkabout at the museum. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to go. So I'm right, going to drop out. Nancy, nice to see you. Nice <laughs> Another... to see you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, See you, Leslie. Bye-bye. Love you, darling. Bye, Charlotte. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nancy, we were talking about ideas for other for uh, February and March for topics for shows because we usually, uh, in the past, we've had a topic and people have, you know, signed on if they were just interested in hearing that topic or um, if people were interested in being part of pulling it together, doing the research, et cetera, right. for it. Um, I've been seeing on Czech TV, there's so many fascinating things that they show about Nanaimo. Uh, people what? seem to be working and collecting. Is there something that you could think of that might be a good uh, topic to present and where we might pull in other seniors from that area who, who want to present either a topic or oh, something? Oh, I'll have to give that could... some thought. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you could explain so, uh, to Leslie the idea of what you're working on with the travelogue. Oh, yeah, the travel segment. That's ex Yeah, travel. Nancy's travel shout-out. So with, the whole idea is that, you know, no one's able to, well, they shouldn't be traveling right now with this all mm -hmm. continuing on. And But people are reaching into community, you know, to develop friendships and support and inspiration, that kind of stuff. And so I had this idea of, of interviewing people about where they live and mm -hmm. sharing, you know, what is it that they're proud of of their city? What are the off-the-track sort of things that you can share about where you live? And just, you know, to inspire people and get them excited. And, and uh, or maybe that's been a place that they've traveled to that, that really mm -hmm. inspired them. And, and so to have something fun to do, have some adventure around it, something to look forward to down the road, you know, or share common things or, you know, like this is, you know, you wouldn't believe what we do here in this city. Or, mm -hmm. or even if people have, like, say, been born and raised in that community, in that home, in, even in the same physical house, say, as their grandparents or something. So some family heritage, mm -hmm. um, some cultural things. And, and really for the point of connecting people, you know, just really bringing people together. And, and then with the idea, because we had a, a meeting about it yesterday and, 
and the idea of what it could expand into. So once we can safely start traveling again, mm-hmm. you know, maybe people will develop friendships and we could end up building retreats. You know, people could, could travel mm-hmm. and, and do a, a visit with each other and, and do some sort of retreat or, or vacation or exchange homes or, you know, who knows what, right? But the possibilities mm-hmm. and, and just globally to, to get to know one another and, and develop friendships and stuff. And, yeah, so that's what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that one thing that really connects well with our, our podcast is we ha- I have a great longing <laughs> to go to Nanaimo, but there are people that have lived in Canada a long time or Vancouver a long time, and they've never gone over to the islands. So I think maybe demystifying the islands, yeah. that maybe with your, your uh, camera or video, you could have some things that would help, you know, interview someone, but we could see the pictures because... Uh, we do have a goal during this eight weeks where we're testing different things of using live to Facebook or live to YouTube. So if, oh. if, if it were a photo show, people can see it because what yeah, you've done yeah. in the interview, everybody can see rather mm-hmm. than it just being the people that are on the podcast. So maybe you could just, you know, think about, um, yeah, I will actually. That's just, yeah, that's a great idea. And maybe if you could interview someone from Czech, uh, Les, are you familiar with Czech TV? I know the name. Yeah, I, I watch it quite often because the um, one because I'm interested in going over to the islands. But mm-hmm. the other thing is, there the 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 employees own it, and so I think that that would be oh. a good story okay. for a podcast because we've talked about how do older people earn money. Well, quite a number of the people who were in Czech were there when they were you know, in their 20s and 30s, but they're still there. There are people that are among the people that own checks. So if it's possible for you to nose around the check and see if they could be a guest and talk about that that story of cooperation, because we've explored what's there in the future. A number of people within our group are writers or poets, but how do we collect? So I think that story of a cooperative would be really good. And mm. um, and that could be one that we would do either stream live to Facebook or live to, to YouTube. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'll make some notes. I'll start checking it out. I'll check out Jack. Check on Jack, yes. <laughs> I didn't know they were a co-op. No idea. Well, it's company owned. They they bought mm-hmm. it collectively, so I think it's oh, a co-op okay. structure. But you know, Canada mm-hmm. is phenomenal in its its co-ops. Uh, there's a dairy co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some farmers co-ops, but I don't think people really understand it. The the the, the, the mucky media that doesn't give more than thirty <laughs> sound bites. Somehow they've been associated with with socialism or socialist things. Mm-hmm. So I think to really understand. Uh, that would be one stepping stone to getting into mm. what's happened with co-ops and also a possible way that some of the people within our group, you know, might be able to work together as a co-op, mm-hmm. you know, for their creative, you know, for their creative work, marketing and selling their creative work, because that's been an in and out theme. How do seniors earn money? How do we mm-hmm. uh, not have to do dog sitting or cat sitting when we have all these skills and or you know look for a publisher so i think the check story might be you know really inspirational to show you know things that we might be might do well thank each of you for enduring until the end <laughs> yeah, I think you've got about half an hour of radio silence that you've got to edit out today. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it was really good. Yeah, and I'm sorry that you didn't manage to play Angela's recording, so maybe we can do that in the future. Well, that uh, leads- maybe if I shared it from here, would that That would better? probably, yeah. Work because Neil was able to show his, and I wasn't yeah. sure, you know, because we'd never done it before. Had people mm. share an audio, we didn't know how that would work. But you know, now that's something that we could share in next week's because mm-hmm. it's you know it's shortened to the point, and we'll still be encouraging people yeah. uh, to do their own, uh, help people see this is what's possible. Yeah, it's all a learning curve, right? Yes, and a great communications curve mm-hmm. because we still have people who contact me and they just want 
uh, a reaction from a senior, a reaction from somebody from the group, rather than being a part of the pie. Uh, I attended an accessibility um, webinar earlier mm-hmm. in the week, and they said all the major players were at the table, but the major players were the health people, the people that have different types of transportation services. Uh, but and they wanted to know how older people feel about it, but they need to be mm-hmm. at the table. It's like, mm-hmm. And so exactly. that is one of the things that people yeah. will be, uh, I think, reaching out to us as Power by Age members or uh, uh, you as emerging you know, peer leaders to actually be at the table when they're talking at these accessibility mm-hmm. um walkability cities um, to be at that meeting rather than them just getting a soundbite from you. You know, what do you think? No, this is <laughs> be a part of designing. That was one of the goals too mm-hmm. for the podcast is to show that from all the background, the different educational areas, creative areas, experiences people have that we are a reservoir for people to use when they're planning to make uh, mm-hmm. Like Vancouver wants to be really an age-friendly city, so our voices should be at the various tables where uh, policies are being made that make it an age-friendly city. So, thank you all. We'll continue with seeing how we can make our program be something that does that. Mm-hmm.